Here's the latest from Cat Country News. President Joe Biden is urging Republican senators just get out of the way and let us Democrats suspend the nation's debt limit so we can spend as much as we want. Biden said Monday he wants action to keep the government from coming close to a devastating credit default. Mitch McConnell refuses to lend his party's help on the issue. He's forcing the Democrats into a cumbersome process that could brush up against a deadline with little margin for error. The Republican leader said Democrats can deal with it, adding he suggests his Democrat colleagues get moving because they're not getting any help from driving us further into mayhem from the Republican side. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida held his first talks with Japanese leaders with President Joe Biden. They decided to strengthen their security alliance in the face of growing challenges from China and North Korea. That's brilliant strategy. That's what you do when other nations are threatening you. You just help other nations improve their defenses rather than tackling the issue of China and North Korea. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Paris as the Biden administration is trying to repair the damage that his administration did there by excluding our oldest ally from the new Indo-Pacific Security Initiative. He's meeting with the French minister over there to try to restore trust between the two countries. Biden pissed off the French, too. Got into a contract with submarines. They pulled their people from the U.S. Embassy here in the United States. The man is a wreck. President Joe Biden is also shifting strategy about his huge social spending plan. He's getting out of Washington now with his agenda in jeopardy. He's going to go visit Michigan. District of a moderate lawmaker has urged him to sell his proposals more aggressively. Negotiations continue to pair the bills on Capitol Hill. And he'll probably hit Michigan today and maybe another state Wednesday and then head back to Camp David for more injections and vitamin infusions here over the weekend. This is awful. The head of France's Catholic Bishops Conference wants forgiveness from an estimated 330,000 victims of child sex abuse by the church as it found them in a new groundbreaking report released Tuesday after an extensive research of, of France's reckoning with the issue. The president of the Conference of Bishops of France said, we are appalled at the conclusions of this report and the number of victims. He said, their voices are shaking us, their numbers afflict us, the commission that compiled the report urged compensation for victims. Strong action from the church. A former Facebook scientist has stunned lawmakers and the public with revelations of their company's awareness of harm to some teenagers from Instagram and her accusations of dishonesty in its fight against hate and misinformation. Now she's coming before Congress. Francis Hogan has come forward with a wide-ranging condemnation of Facebook. That's right, folks, Facebook. And they are in front of Congress. She revealed her identity in a 60 Minutes interview. 
We, we folks, we have even seen the tip of the iceberg of the manipulation that goes on from Facebook and others like CNN too and all the other websites. We'll learn though someday. We just hope it's not too late. Johnson and Johnson has asked U.S. regulators to allow booster shots now of their COVID nineteen vaccine. They filed data with the FDA on giving a booster dose between two to six months after their vaccination. Government last month authorized booster doses of Pfizer's vaccine to vulnerable groups. Australia's prime minister said that foreign tourists will not be welcomed back to Australia now until next year. Their prime minister outlined plans for lifting some of the toughest and longest restrictions imposed by any democracy in the world. The country will prioritize the return of skilled migrants and students after it hits Morrison's vaccination benchmark. The news comes days after he announced plans to allow vaccinated citizens and permanent residents to fly overseas. The travel restrictions have trapped most Australians at home and kept most foreigners out. Once again, based on what? That's dumb. See, there's the prime minister that's going to let people who are vaccinated travel outside the country, travel around when the vaccine does not prevent you from getting it and it does not prevent you from spreading it. Right. The, the, where is this, this misnomer? Why isn't this refuted by news media and people around the world? It, it does not prevent it. It prevents severe illness and death. That's what the efficacy will do. Officials investigating one of California's largest oil spills are looking into whether a ship's anchor may have struck a pipeline on the ocean floor. Head of the company that operates the pipeline said divers examined 8,000 feet of pipe and are focusing on one area of significant interest. The Coast Guard said cargo ships entering the ports of L.A. and Long Beach routinely pass through that area. 126,000 gallons of heavy crude was spilled. Huntington Beach and other coastal communities have seen some oil contamination from the oil leak. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp platforms back online. Global outage yesterday. Facebook said the root cause of the outage was a faulty configuration change. No evidence that any of your user data was compromised. Shares lower in Asia today. Folks, you've been watching the stock market? Why isn't this news? Why have we not heard anything about the stock market here lately? I mean, it was always major news during the Trump administration. On Monday, our S&P 500 fell 1.3%. NASDAQ gave up over 2% yesterday. Oil went up again. $78 a barrel. That's the highest level since the Biden-Obama era in 2014 after the OPECers and the oil producers stuck to a plan to keep their increases cautious. Why? Because Joe Biden put them in a great place. He stopped all of our oil production and energy development, Mm -hmm. begged them to increase their production, and they're not going to, and that's why the price is going up and up and up, and so is your gas price. Jury in San Francisco said Tesla has to pay $137 million 
to a black former worker who said he suffered racial abuse at their factory. Suspected of racial harassment and hostile work environment. So they have to pay him $137 million? $137 million. A jury in Los Angeles has awarded $6.3 million to actor Shannon Doherty in a lawsuit alleging that State Farm failed to pay for damage to her house during the wildfire. That's not being a good neighbor. The jury found State Farm's failure to pay benefits for her home were unreasonable without proper cause. $6.3 million. Film and television production in North America is in jeopardy of coming to a standstill after the behind-the-scenes workers voted to authorize a strike. First time in 128 years, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees said Monday 99% of their registered members who participated in support of a strike over the weekend. Oh, no. That means my favorite television shows won't be the one with the zombies where you kill and eat people. That one, mm-hmm. uh, one of the 15 CSI series that are on television or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It could be, folks. They're on strike. An Illinois law firm's filed lawsuits against Amtrak and BNSF Railway on behalf of the seven who were on the Amtrak train that derailed last month. It killed three, injured dozens of others. Clifford Law Offices sued Monday in federal court in Illinois on behalf of a Massachusetts couple and a Pennsylvania couple and an Indiana couple and a Montana man. They allege negligence. Lawsuits all challenge a mandatory arbitration agreement, too, that they instituted in 2019 that would prevent claims from going to trial. A judge has denied a request by several parents to halt mask mandates in Missoula while legal challenge is underway. They sued. They said it violates the state constitution. Now, the judge in his ruling didn't issue anything on the constitution. The judge just said, well, this, if I do it, it could lead to the, if I don't do it, it could lead to increased spread of COVID-19 and quarantine of children and school staff had nothing to do with law. And that's what he's supposed to rule on. The decision came the same day dozens of residents gathered all around the state, even a bunch at the Capitol yesterday, to decry mask mandates for the students. The United Arab Emirates has announced plans to send a probe to land on an asteroid between Mars and Jupiter and collect data on the origins of the universe. The announcement on Tuesday marks the latest project in their space program. The project targets a 2028 launch with a landing of 2033. It'll be a five-year journey. It will have to travel 3.6 billion kilometers, which is 2.2 billion miles. They're going to partner up with a laboratory and University of Colorado on the project. And they'll pay the cost. And after 40 drawings without a big Powerball winner, There was a single ticket sold in California that matched all six numbers. $700 million jackpot prize, which means the winner will now be able to afford a house in San Diego. (laughs) The winning numbers drawn Monday night, 12, 22, 54, 66, 69, Powerball number 15. 
The jackpot was $699.8 million, the largest, seventh largest, excuse me, in U.S. lottery history. Winning ticket was sold at a grocery store in Morro Bay, located along the state's central coast. The winner can choose the annuity option paid over 29 years or the cash option, which would reduce it down to about $496 million, subject to taxes, of course, of which in the state of California, the state income tax is 13.2%, I believe. Oh, my God. And your federal income tax would be about 38%. So you're looking at about 52% of that deducted from $496 million which means that they're going to get about uh, $248 million in California out of the $700 million if they take the cash option. And nobody else's taxes will go down because of it. Nope, not a bit. And that's why you always uh, should take that cash annuity. And uh, if you can't make it on that, um, then get out of the way. <laughs> In sports, kind of a big deal. Former Montana State player Nico Harrison is the new general manager of the NBA's Dallas Mavericks. He's been working with Nike, and uh, he has been going to Vegas the last 19 summers watching exhibition games featuring NBA rookies and hopefuls. And uh, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to talk to him, and so boom, he's got the job. And I think being a general manager in the NBA would be a cool job. Sunny, another warm one today, 86 degrees, 80 tomorrow, and it's going to be the end of the week till we get a little cool down or a chance of showers. So that's not real good news for the guys fighting the fire up north there. I see the fire over in Boulder. That one was still burning pretty good when I went up for the wedding over the weekend. So uh, it's going to take some snow events and some rain events to get this stuff out, and that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the cat 102.9 on your FM dial. Touch your app. You know, yesterday when Facebook and all the app crap was down, you could still get us on the radio. Well, we got a good app. Oh, damn right we do. <laughs> Look at the app on that guy. <laughs> <laughs>